It's Monday, June 22nd, the end of week four of the North American League Championship Series Summer Split, and this is the League Digest Podcast. Thank you once again for joining me. I am your host, Joshua Helicopter Spy Kirby, and as usual, before we get into the games this week, we're going to get into the news. There's only just really the one news story this week, and it comes from a team I'm very excited about. The Misfits announced their relaunch and rebranding as the LA Renegades. I've had my eye on this team for a while now, and it looks like they're finally going to make a splash when they get the chance. This, of course, is a team that has the likes of Alex Itch and Crumbs, and should they make it, the first female in the LCS in support of Remelia. They've been tearing it up in the Challenger scene, and I'm super excited to see how it goes. They've also announced that their co-owner is now Christopher Montecristo Michaels. You may know him as the, Korean, as the caster for the Korean Champions League and the longtime foil for Doha. Uh, they have a great logo too, and we'll sh- be shortening their letters or their name to the letters RNG in their team names, which is you know that's fun. Everyone loves a little RNG with their esports. Anyway, that's just about it for the news. It was kind of a slow news week, so I think we're just gonna get right into the games with game one, which was Dignitas versus Team Impulse. Both teams coming off of losses in the previous week, and in both losses, neither team seemed to be able to get much of anything going. But hey, that was last week, and this is this week. Moving into the teams, Dignitas is on the blue side with Gamsu with Hecarim in the top lane, Helios has Zin Zhao, Shifter's on Twisted Fate, Core JJ has Corky, and Kiwi Kid has Alistar. Over on the red side, Impact has that Echo, Rush has Rek'Sai, Xiaowei Xiao is on Varus in the mid lane, Apollo has Graze, and Adrian is going to be on Janna. We haven't seen Zin Zhao for a while, and I always love me some Twisted Fate. Also, Echo's still new enough to be exciting too, so that's fun. No big invades, standard lanes. Some early light level 2 shenanigans as Shifter and Helios roamed bot to blow Apollo's flash, but that's really all that happened. Due to that roam, Shifter was down a whole mess of CS early, 20 down at only 7 minutes. Every lane up in CS by 10 minutes for TIP, and they're up 1.5k gold. At 11 minutes 30 seconds, a scuffle starts at the dig blue buff and continues on to the top lane. Spell, Shifter pops ulti, in comes Gamsu, they want Shaowei Shao, another stun lands, the cards are there and the first blood comes through to the top lane, Hecarim. Rush and Impact are around but not really able to do much, Kiwikid's already made his way up the map as well. It's a 2v1 bot lane, Shifter though, Flash Ghost lands a stun in, Helios getting very low on health, Polarize the nice flash away, keeps some safe, Rush with the knockup to buy a little bit more time, Gamsu is here, tries to get a bit of a knockback, but Rush still able to retreat. Kiwikid, of course, dive. has the ulti on Alistair. Goes for impact. Big stun's gonna land. Ignite is on, and Kiwikid doesn't take any damage here. There's the finish dive. Two more kills in, and Dignitas pick up three kills. This is a reason. That is two kills onto Gamsu and one onto Helios. TIP in complete control of the early game, but Dig pretty easily handling that team fight. Impulse pick up the first tower of the game in the bottom lane in response. That remains the story of the game throughout the mid-game, too. TIP knocks down turrets, Dig knocks down champions. At 20 minutes, Dig is up 8 kills to 2, but Impulse is up 4 towers to 2. Gold, more or less even. At 27 minutes, Team Impulse is still having troubles picking up kills, but they're up a bit in gold. Impulse are trying to take the dragon, but Gamsu and Shifter show up on their flanks. Well, they're going to look right for Impact. The flash in, Adrian's going to get Huge. knocked up and destroyed. 
destroyed. A bounce house for Team Dignitas. Apollo drops. Three kills picked up so far. Rush locked up as well. Impact can only run alongside Xiao Wei Xiao. Dignitas go 3-0 and get Dragon. Huge win for Dignitas there. They take the Dragon. They take the Baron. They lose a few after that, but they'll be okay. At 36 minutes, Diggs taking their strength to the Baron pit again. Rush tunnels in and gets headbutted out by Kiwi, but then flashes in to steal the Baron away. Diggs still with a slight gold lead, but TIP now with the Baron. At 39 minutes, Digg is undeterred by their Baron buff, and they're pushing down the mid lane hard all the way to the inhibitor turret. Potential dive. Whoa! They've also got Gamsu, and Xiao Wei Xiao goes down. Apollo's trying to run, but he can't run fast enough. We've got impact around. Dignitas are inside the base, but they're going to kill off Rush. It's four dead members of TIP, and what else can they even do right now? Kiwi can happily take it to turret, going in for the inhibitor as well. What a good fight for Dignitas. Dig pick up the win off of that team fight, and now they're up to 5-2, and two, taking wins off of some of the best teams in North America and setting themselves up for one heck of a summer split. Moving on to Game 2, it's TDK versus CLG. TDK is still winless with their sub-squad, and I'm going to keep saying this every week, but they hope to have Ninja and Emperor back as soon as possible. They're still out with visa issues, and they got to think that with the way the season's been going, they're not really in much of a rush to get back to NA. Man Cloud in the mid lane this week, with still Lapman at ADC. Double is playing injured uh, for these two games this week, thanks to a nasty cut on his finger. First Blood goes to TDK in this game, onto Lapman. He and Smoothie had a really good lane against Double and Afro. Early game in general goes TDK's favor. They push down the three outer turrets by 18 minutes. Once the items start coming in, though, CLG get a little more comfortable. They pick up kills, take back the gold lead, and get back to their usual form. TDK pick up four dragons for themselves, but CLG pick up the Baron for themselves, and CLG win that game in 38 minutes. Game 3 is Team Liquid versus Team Solo Mid. Liquid looking to stay in first place, and in order to do that, they're going to have to take down TSM. Weird seeing TSM playing from behind like they are in this game, but they've looked crazy strong still. Running down the teams, on the blue side is Team Liquid. Quas has Rumble in the top lane, I Will Dominate has Sejuani, Phoenix is on Jace, Piglet has Callista, and Expecial has Annie. Over on the red side is Team Solo Mid, Dyrus has Nar, Santorin has Rek'Sai, Bjergsen has Azir, Wild Turtle is on Corky, and Lustboy has his Alistar. I love that Phoenix is rocking Jace. Jace, of course, had a few really interesting changes, but he's on the full metal skin. Everyone knows that Debonair should be the only Jace skin. Anyway, moving into the game, there are standard lanes and everything's cool early on. At 12 minutes, the first dragon goes down to Liquid, but after that is when the real action starts. I'm going to join the fray first. Quas going to be a little bit later. Lust Boy, his ult's going to time out right now, and he's not far away from getting killed. A whiffed Sejuani will throw in Quas. Going to pop the Equalizer to buy a little bit more time. TSM are able to run back to the base if they Ooh. want to, and a special flashes in. Lands the two-man timbers. He finds the kill on two wild turtles. Santorin barely slinks away, but Phoenix is in the mix. But here comes Bjergsen, the savior oh. of TSM. He's going to flash over his divide. He gets the kill onto Phoenix, but the battle is continuing as Piglet is not done. Here, jump right on top of Dyrus, <laughs> trying to kite away. I don't even know who's supposed to win this fight, but right now it's a one for one. Quas takes for his blood onto Wild Turtle. Bjergsen also picking up a kill onto Phoenix in that crazy fight. Liquid take a 2,000 gold lead after taking the, after taking down the top tower. Also, the game is super even going into the mid game. Towers are even. Liquid up a kill, and with a pretty great dragon steal from Santorin, even those are all square. All three outer turrets are down for both sides at 28 minutes. At 28 minutes 30 seconds, things are really tense in the mid lane, and all 10 members meet up. 
Has now dominate. Has a chance to land the stuns, but doesn't go for the tanks. He turns it. No, only his Lust Boy, though. That's not the target he wanted. Dominate's gonna die for that problem. Now, is there gonna be a re-engage with Team Liquid? They're getting chunked out. Special gets dropped by Bjergsen. The fight continues. Quas kills off the TSM mid laner. Loses life for it. It's a three for one in this fight. Wild Turtle on the chase, true to his name, but has to respect Piglet's damage. Big win for TSM, 3-1 in that team fight. They take the mid inner turret, and they're now up 2,000 gold. Still really close overall, though. At 37 minutes, Liquid's going for the Baron, and TSM try to disrupt. They run into a real problem, though, when Bjergsen gets locked down for about three years right on top of Quas's equalizer. He goes down, and Liquid take the Baron. Liquid look to swing the game back in their favor. At 40 minutes, 30 seconds, Liquid has taken the Dragon, TSM's pushing in the mid lane, and it's a risky trade for Liquid, and when they try to rotate back, TSM catch them. Special, he wants in, they look for Santor, and they find Lustboy as well, a whole bunch of burst, but can they get the rest of it done? Dyrus locked up a bit, Dominic gets the kill onto Lustboy. It's a five versus four, Santorin gonna get hit up, but Bjergsen finds one, Phoenix at the front lines, but look at the damage coming out from everyone at TSM, Piglet's the last man alive, out of nowhere, he's got nothing to do, and the cleanup crew happens, TSM with Whoa. the fight, Lustboy! TSM take the game off of that, big win for them, but after the game Santorin was clearly a little down on it. So first of all, like we didn't play optimal, so this win doesn't really feel like a win to us because we feel like we should have played so much better, we didn't execute what we should have done. So we gave free drakes away, we didn't play around objectives that we should have, but like we're still really happy we won. TSM and Team Liquid now tied for second place, and CLG now in sole possession of first place at the end of day one. Moving on to game four, it's Gravity versus Team 8. I'm going to say it now, I love watching Gravity play. I miss Saint in the Jungle, but move is still fun. And they've been playing great so far, and they're looking to keep it going. On the flip side, Team 8 has maybe been less fun to watch. They're having a hard time adjusting to their new ADC in the end, and Slushy is sitting out for a bit with some family issues. All the best to him and hoping for speedy recoveries, of course. Same game for him this week is Golden Glue, last seen on Dignitas and maybe a challenger team? I forget. Anyway, running down the teams on the blue side is Gravity, Haunter has Echo in the top lane, Move has Rek'Sai, Keen is on that Urgot, Alltech has Vayne, and Bunny Fufu has Thresh. On the flip side, red side, is Kali Trolls with Hecarim in the top lane. Porpoise Pops has Gragas in the jungle, Golden Glue has Victor, Nien has Sivir, and Dodo is going to be on Nautilus. Last time Keen had Urgot, he went straight up bananas, so let's hope for a little bit more of that. Standard lanes to this game, surprising for a vain game, but Alltech seems confident. At 12 minutes 30 seconds, everyone thought Keen was going to go down in the mid lane when Porpoise ganked and Keen messed up his position reverser, but he manages to get out. Down in the bottom lane, though, there's a 2v2 scuffle, and Hanser joins in on Echo. Imagine what happens when this lockup is brought together right up against the wall. He's made a plaque now by Alltech. Here comes the teleport from Hanser. This is going to be way too late for Cali Trolls. He's forced to stop sitting on base already. First blood went to Bunny there, and the second kill went on to Hanser. No kills for Vayne. Sad. At 19 minutes, Team 8 is looking to take their first dragon. Gravity already have one of their own, and Move is coming in with the, with the rest of the Gravity right behind him. Anything else. They are still able to get it, though. Move coming in with the steal on that one. Gravity would probably like to get out of this situation. It is, however, the teleport in. Echoes now in the fight. Hauntzer takes down Nien. He then goes oh. over. Golden Glue goes down. Oh, Hauntzer! The wall! The sun was in his eyes, and he just can't make it. But he still comes up with a triple kill as he hops over the wall with the help from Bunny Fufu. 
Gravity steal the dragon. Three kills for Hanser. Up to four now. He's gotten real big real fast. Gravity is up to a 5,000 gold lean. Looking real smooth so far. Things got a little hairy when Gravity broke the base of teammate, but they stayed for a Nexus turret and got dropped out along the way. Second tries to charm, though. Takes him out. The base is getting hit. Keen's being mean, and he fires down the Nexus during the entire fight. The last bit of plays, I figure, was just a bunch of mind games from Gravity. They get inside the head of teammate, and they take him down. I was looking at Hauntzer's stats. This guy, he's only had one game where he had five deaths. It's the only game that he's had over three. He's a top player. Another cool, calm, collected game from Gravity. They're putting together a nice little split so far. Game 5 and the last game for Day 1 is going to be Enemy Esports versus Cloud9. The real question on everyone's mind has been when is Cloud9 going to get their mojo back? When will they pull it together? They've been looking a little better in the last week, but still nothing like the control and domination we used to see out of them. Both teams coming in with a 2-4 and four record. Speaking of those teams, on the blue side, Flares has Rumble in the top lane, Trashy has Sejuani in the jungle, Inox is going to be on Jace this time, Otter has Jinx, and Body Drop is on Annie. Over on the red side is Cloud9, Balls has Maokai, Meteos has Nidalee, Incarnation has Azir, Sneaky has Saver, and Lemonation has Thresh. We haven't seen a ton of j no, uh, jungle Nidalee lately, but we know Meteos likes it. Inox looking to bring some more magic to Jace at Phoenix just couldn't, just vanilla Jace this time. Debonair, guys. He's wearing a tux. I mean, come on. Into the game, Cloud9 lane swap. Once the towers drop, both teams swap again. And Meteos and Balls both doing a good job farming better than their opposite sides. Cloud9 is up to a 1,000 early gold lead. Cloud9 is sitting on a nice little gold lead in the early game, but their bottom lane duo are sitting back at their inner turret when Body Drop comes in with a stun. Only one team gets that spot. We don't want to be that team. Oh, Flash in from Body Drop. Very, very quiet. Or no, it's almost too quiet. That's going to be Lemonation going down. One less hit of Sneaky. Oh, oh, he has the spell shield up. That only stays. First Blood goes on to Flares there. He's still quite a wave behind Balls in terms of gold, but the First Blood bump should help him out quite a bit. By 20 minutes, enemy have really started to come back. They're up three dragons already. Towers even, and the gold lead for C9 is minimal. Uh, enemy knocked down T uh, C9's top lane inhibitor turret by 23 minutes and have a fourth dragon already at 25. At 27 minutes, enemy have hitting, been hitting a lot of items and in the mid lane, they want to play with their new toys. Giving them the idea that they can fight that equalizer oh! is absolutely beautiful. Three down for Cloud9 already. They cannot get this fight under control. Now on the balls. It's going to be Incarnation once again at full HP, getting himself out of the fight alone as the team falls down around him. Enemy starting to take complete control of this game, showing no fear when it comes time to engage. They're only up 2.5 thousand gold, but they have complete dragon control, and they're up 6 turrets to 3. Enemy finally do pick up that 5th dragon buff, and they use it to set up their push into the base, and finally at 35 minutes. There's the ultimate from Sneaky. Lemonation doing what he can. It's going to be Meteos trying to fly to the backside. He says, follow me this way. But Enemy is going to be the next team to take down Cloud9 and bring themselves to 3-4 and four on the summer split. Enemy takes down Cloud9. So there you have it. Cloud9 confirmed mojo free. It seems like Cloud9 just kind of hate Dragon this split. They give up so many of them, and they just can't get back into the game when this, once that happens. Also, I noticed a lot of teamfights where the only one left alive is Incarnation. I don't know whether that's just because he's a long-range mage or if he's just dancing around at the outside not engaging or what, but it's a weird trend. Like, they should probably look into that. But 
hey, what do I know? I only talk about the games. I don't play them very well. Anyway, moving on to day two. The game, the first game of day two, sixth overall, is Team 8 versus Team Dragon Knights. Team 8 is looking for their second win of the season, and TDK looking for their first. They still have Man Cloud in the mid lane, and Golden Glue is still out for Slushy on Team 8's side. Running down the teams, Cali Trolls has Rumble in the top lane, Porpoise has Gragas in the mid, in the jungle, sorry. Golden Glue has Varus in mid, Nien has Callista on AD carry, and Dodo has Thresh on support. Over on the red side, Team Dragon Knights, Seraph has Aurelia in the top lane, Kez has uh, Evelyn in the jungle, Mancloud back on Azir in the mid lane, Latman has Corky, and Smoothie has Alistar. Fairly standard team comps, Mancloud looked pretty good on Azir the day before, so he's returning to that champ, and Seraph looking to carry on that Aurelia. Teammate lane swap, and Seraph gets kind of lost in the jungle, not really able to pick up anything early. Early tower goes down for TDK in the bottom lane, but first blood goes to teammate on Seraph. Uh, teammate duo just catch him out, and he drops to the ignite of Dodo. Kills and towers even at one apiece at 10 minutes, and there are no dragons yet. It's really safe early game from both sides. At 15 minutes, the first team fight comes through in the bottom lane, and it's the same story we've seen from TDK. They get a good jump on the fight, but teammate is just able to rotate better and work out as a team better. Now Kez onto Dodo, red buffs on, but they have to focus on Nien. Not seeing any teleports coming in just yet from across the map. Shots onto Dodo, the Gatling shreds him down. Now they're onto Nien, the bot lane made a mistake as Kez came from across the map. The Coast to Coast plays here from the Evelyn. He was involved in the top lane, tries to get involved in more in the bottom. Can Dodo be the one to make a play here? Latman very low onto Mana, and that's Golden Glue with the piercing arrow. The follow-up now from way too much overpressure here from TDK and they overstay their welcome to lose two of their own members. That evens the kills back out at three. Teammates up a dragon, and the only real difference between the two teams. The game is still super even at 21 minutes. All three outer turrets are down on both sides. Kills are even at five, but teammate is up two dragons to none. At 25 minutes, teammate is looking to get their third dragon, and TDK is looking to break that streak. Nian is looking to go big this game. They still want it. Chain of Corruption in the middle of the fight could lock it down. Golden Glue takes down Seraph immediately with the help in the end, actually. And it is going to be teammates' fight. Latman, not where he wants to be. A great move by Mancloud with the Sharima slide. He gets in and actually is able to take down Golden Glue. Triple kill, however, for Nien coming up big in the fight. Fates call out, knocks up Kaz. He's not going to be able to do much. The quadra kill for Nien's Callista. I've been critical of Nien, saying he's not really the hard carry type, but now he's up to 7, 1, and 4, 100% kill participation so far. He seems to really like that Callista. Teammate take the Baron at 35 minutes off a pick of Latman and a weird suicide dive by Mancloud. That lets him start to take a bit of control in the game. At 38 minutes, Team Dragon Knights know that teammate's fifth dragon is about to spawn. They find themselves in perfect position for a teamfight. From that last fight, Ooh. other side as well. Smoothie goes in this time. Teammates able to kind of assess the fight from the backside, but they're losing members Man everywhere. Mancloud had the perfect amount of soldiers up and moved them into the exact position he needed to. A triple kill for him. Porpoise trying to do what he can to hold off Latman in the bottom here, but he goes down to Seraph. It's going to be a full house. Aurelia's over his ears. Let's get a replay. Full ace for Team Dragon Knights in that fight. Only Smoothie going down that time. They take the Dragon. They take the mid inhibitor. And TDK with a big comeback in this game. Mancloud showing a bit of his former self in that fight, coming up with a triple, barely surviving. He's up to 6-1-6 on his kill score now. 
And a teammate claw back though, and they take the Baron, and with that and a banner of command, they set up a monster siege, taking out Team Dragonite's bottom inhibitor first, and then just turn onto the mid inhibitor. About all she wrote for this one. 22 seconds on the clock for that aspect of the dragon that teammate was trying to get oh so much all game long but it's not even necessary they finalized the ace against tdk in the base 50 minutes in 24 to 19 in the bloodbath teammate take down tdk 50 minute game close for a very long time teammate coming to the closest they've come yet to a win but they couldn't quite pull it out nian was in all but one of teammate kills Mancloud was just huge on his ear, but when he went down in a skirmish, teammate pushed into the base to end it all. Moving on to the next game, game 7 overall. It was Gravity versus Team Solo Mid. Gravity is putting, pulling out big wins all over the place, and TSM has not looked like their regular dominating selves. A noted Gravity fanboy like myself could conceivably, could conceivably get really excited about this game. Running down the teams is Hanser on Rumble, Move on Xin Zhao, Keen is on Urgot, Alltech has Tristana, and Bunny Fufu's on Thresh. <clears throat> Over on the red side, Team Solo Mid, Dyrus has Nar, Santorin has Rek'Sai, Bjergsen has Azir, while Turtle has Callista, and Lustboy has Annie. So, moving into the game, TSM lane swap in the early game is just about even. At 6 minutes 30 seconds, Keen is going hard on Bjergsen, but Santorin and Lustboy are coming in from the topside river. Watch as possible. There's one flash. Santorin getting in for the pop-up. Emperor's Divide comes back. Bjergsen just hit 6. He gets it before Keen, and that means first blood going over for Team Solo mid. Lustboy actually caught in for the auto attack, I believe, on that one. Great job, Lustboy. I'm sure TSM would have liked that first blood bump onto just about anyone but Lustboy, but first blood is first blood, I guess. Gravity takes the, t the bottom lane tower and the first dragon, and Keen dies again in the process. The wheels really start to come off for Gravity at 15 minutes all over the map. Keen dies 1v1 with Bjergsen. Uh, move gets caught out, leading to a big scuffle. Alltech picks up two kills, but he and Bunny go down for it. TSM is up 4k gold, five kills, and two towers. TSM starting to take control of the game around 29 minutes. They take the Baron and though Gravity take a team fight right after and their second Dragon, Bjergsen finds himself with 7 kills after he picks up a double. TSM is now up 8,000 gold. At 33 minutes, TSM really flexing their muscles now. Gravity try to engage on him, but TSM just shake it off. Do a great flash and a flash into the wall. They swapped Bjergsen over, but it did not help. Bjergsen still able to shifting Sans himself across the wall. Bunny Fufu took initial damage. The follow-up damage is still there before he even had a chance to go back because he was trying to dark passions Keen into a safe spot. The I think I can take this fight situation just played against Gravity so hard as they fall down one after the other. Now TSM to enter their base. This could be an inhibitor turret. Moving on to 38 minutes, Gravity take a team fight, win 3-2, and are able to just barely squeak out a Baron off the back of it. Alltech and Hanser going hard this game. Hanser has 7 kills, Alltech has 6. They're still down quite a bit of gold and a handful of turrets, though. Gravity make a rough call at 43 minutes. They trade 2 inhibitors for 1. They had a comeback a long way in this game, but TSM back in control of the, of the lane pressure. After that, a huge missed equalizer from Hanser, and Gravity is in a bad spot. In the game. That is an action-packed couple of minutes. Oh, man. As far as that game shot calling for Gravity and TSM, and that is going to be 
TSM taking the Nexus turrets. A hard-fought game. 81,000 to 76,000 on the scoreboard at 47 minutes. Team Solo mid takedown gravity. Keen was clearly being focused by TSM in this game with nine deaths overall. A few late-game errors meant that no matter how hard gravity was coming back in that late game, TSM come back and win. Moving on to Game 3 of Day 2, CLG vs. Cloud9. Normally, this would be a banner matchup, but unfortunately, as you know, Cloud9 have just been not playing great. CLG looking to hold on to first place here. In the blue side, Zion Spartan has Nar, Xsmithy has Rek'Sai, Poe Belter has Kog'Maw, Doublelift has Ash, and Avramu has Alistar. On the red side for Cloud9, Balls has Fizz, Meteos has Echo, Incarnation has Azir, Sneaky has Sivir, and Lemonation has Nautilus. Cloud9 has seen some success in the past when Meteos can carry from the jungle, and Echo is just a chance to be able to do that on. Balls taking Ignite and not Smite this game, notable. Double lane swaps, that means duos top, solos bot, and the junglers are off to farming. Real quiet early game overall. At 7 minutes, Zion and Xsmithy showing some synergy with perfectly timed CC comboing. Go in, the roam from Xsmithy. Oh, the that's Dunlock! Locks down balls, could it be enough? The flash is not there for him with the ignite teleport. He goes down. Xsmithy with the first blood on his first gank. Focus on balls in the early game, taking him out three times early, but he manages to get two return kills and all of that. The game stays even throughout the first 20 minutes, quiet, everyone farming, all outer turrets down by 21 minutes, and gold is more or less even. At 25 minutes, CLG pick up their second dragon or are in a good place, but they get engaged on by Cloud9, and they show just how even this game really is. Balls to the back side of the fight already, got a playful trickster on a double if he's down, great ultimate from Nar coming from Zion's bar, and that could have turned it around right away. The double kill come from him as he just wallops everybody across oh! the head. Incarnation back into Meteos, the fight, it's his safety. Meteo still coming back, Timewinder and the phase dive could easily get them in range to kill a smithy. He still has that tunnel up that was just about to go down from previously taking down Raptors, and a three for three across the board after that one ends. 3-3 in that fight, CLG come out with about a 2.5k gold lead, and they're up a tower, but Cloud9 is still team fighting hard. CLG pick up a team fight win after a strong engage by Cloud9 at 32 minutes. They lose Poe Belter, but that's it. CLG pick us up 3 kills and the Baron. After that, CLG is more or less in control of the game, except for whenever they try to close it out. Every time they enter the base, Cloud9 take a huge team fight. At 45 minutes, CLG is still up 7,000 gold, though, and have two of Cloud9's inhibitors down. Doublelift has had enough about throwing this game, and even with his finger injury, he decides to pick the team up himself. Coming in from Cloud9, that was one of their engages right back onto Lemon. They could be chucked into the inhibitor here if Zion Spartan gets in a good spot. Parallel Convergence flashing again for Meteos to try and stun up the team. Balls goes down before being able to put out anything. A possible pentakill here for Doublelift. That's a triple. Meteos is close. Chrono breaks back right in favor of Quadra. There it is. A few more kills for Doublelift on Ash. Is it the last shot? Doublelift gets a pentakill, shutting down Sneaky. And they shut... CLG taking the win off of the back of that Penta, double lift showing that fingers are overrated. CLG hold on to first place. Moving on to the next game, it's Enemy Esports versus TIP. Both of these teams have looked more or less like mid-level teams throughout, but Impulse was clearly expected to be uh, better than this. Enemy really took a low wave care composition in this game. Inox took Nidalee mid, and Otter took Callista, and went 
Blade of the Ruin King first. Even though they find an early kill lead, it still feels like they just don't have any control over the game. Shao Wei Shao is pretty much the only Yasuo player left in NA, but he really took it here to great effect. Not the most kills he's ever found, but by far the most farm on either team. Impact had a real rough early game, dying 5 times in 20 minutes, but once Impulse start picking up some kills, they take the 5th dragon and get the buff, and push the Nexus down at 35 minutes. Moving on to the last game of the day was Team Liquid versus Team Dignitas. Two of the top teams right now, Liquid coming off of their only, only their second loss of the season to TSM. Dig won their last game against Team Impulse. On the blue side this game is Team Liquid, Quas has Rumble, I Will Dominate has Sejuani, Phoenix back on Jace, Piglet's going to be on Callista, and X-Special has Thresh. Over on the red side, Dignitas, Gamsu has Jarvan the Fourth, Helios has Rek'Sai, Shifter has Lulu, Core JJ has Kiwi, uh, Corky, and Kiwi has Nautilus. So, Phoenix back on that Jace, looking to make a bit more of an impact than he did against TSM, clearly liking the new Jace after his changes. Also, finally, some debonair action. Top lane, Jarvan the Fourth is always fun because it reminds you of the true power of dunking, and Gamsu is going to look to show that off this game. Standard lands on both sides, another quiet early game. At 8 minutes 30 seconds, the game is just about even early on. Shifter down quite a bit in mid, but Gansu is up quite a bit in the top lane. Dig decided they wanted to open up that lead just a little bit further. To delay. He flashed for it! Wow, flashy Q comes in. Is it going to be enough damage on towards Quas? They need to turn him to blow his flash first before the Colosseum comes down, and he just won't even use the summoner spell. First blood goes through to Helios. Smart use of cooldowns on all sides. Gamsu loves that full damage, Jarvan, and now he's going to really start giving Quas the business up there. He's going to open up a 40 CS lead by 15 minutes. Phoenix, for his part, has done about the same in the mid lane over Shifter. 18 minutes, 30 seconds, Dig is up 2.5k gold early. Gamsu off to a real good start in the top lane. He's up to 4 kills now, up 75 minions at 20 minutes. Coming up on the fabled Flame Horizon early. He passes that around 26 minutes. The game comes almost to a halt for a long time, and nothing happens for a good 13 minutes. Liquid take a few turrets, Dig take a few turrets back, and Dig take their third dragon at about 32 minutes. At 33 minutes, Dig start taking the Baron, but the jig is up, and a bit of poke from Phoenix's Jace means they have to pull off. That means Liquid can take the mid-inner tower before Dig get a chance to get, the, to get back there. Dig does eventually find themselves back in the mid lane, though. But it's not going to be enough. It just buys time for the team to knock down mid lane tier oh, 2 turret. Wasp has to teleport to join the fight. Helios finds Phoenix. A lot of damage to the mid laner. Gets a lantern up, but still will get stunned. So in comes Gamsu. Looks for the kill. Where's the wild growth? Doesn't need it yet. As the first couple of kills come through, Shifter has fallen. But Piglet joins the fight with the Hurricane. Gets a shutdown. Gets a few more kills. And Team Liquid get the comeback battle of five. Sorry, four kills to one. Liquid looking to take control after that fight. They take down the mid inhibitor and turn back to that Baron and take it down real quick. They also take the bottom inhibitor off of that. At 44 minutes, after Liquid take a second Baron, they're feeling strong enough to look for a way to close the game. Unfortunately, Dom gets caught out and Gamsu finds his way into the back line. I will dominate, and the Hex comes in to deal a lot of damage. The hook lands as well. Dom lands the stun, and he's going to kite back for a bit of time. The ult is going to land onto Phoenix's Jace. More cutting from Team Dignitas. Gamsu is on the chase. He looks in. Ooh, he finds the back line. Looks for Dom. There's the wild growth. There's the dunk. But not enough damage coming through. CoreJJ trying to participate. A triple kill for Shifter. Quas the last man alive. Shifter loses his life. But a quadra kill means the ace comes through for Dignitas. I've seen this one before. 
From here, the game just goes straight solo queue. Dig looks like they're going to win when they take down the Baron. Gansu is on the split push and he takes down the bottom inhibitor and he takes down Piglet in a 2v1. Dig tries to go in at the en to end, but without Gansu, they lose everyone. Liquid the on the return push, but they barely get out after Dig respawn. It's 52 minutes in and Dig looks like they're trying to take the win on the return return push. Gansu and Helios get back to the Liquid base as quickly as they can and they push down the Nexus. Times they dive in for Phoenix. A lot of damage on a Jace. They knock him down. Four versus two. Quas responds. Can he That's buy it. enough That's time? It. Piglet's out. Down towards the Nexus. 53 minutes. Nexus take it home. What an amazing finish and an amazing game right there, Freak. These were two teams that were five and two, and we were wondering if they would. So that was a long, crazy game that just fell into complete chaos by the end. You know when you're playing those games in a low-level solo queue? Because, you know, everyone's low-level. No one's a challenger. Don't fool yourselves. And, you know, you're pushing down the base, but then everyone dies. And then they start pushing down your base, and then everyone dies. Then you push down their base, and everyone dies, and you push... Yeah, it's just back and forth, just base race every single time. Yeah, that's what this game turns into, and it was hilarious to watch pros do that. It makes me feel better about my game. That was a real crazy, silly way to end the week, but it's a way to end the week nonetheless. So there you have it, another week in the bag, and that is another episode of the League Digest podcast closing out. Anyway, thank you for joining me. I was, as always, your host, Joshua Helicopter Spy Kirby. You can find me at Helicopter Spy on Twitter. You can drop me an email, helicopterspy at gmail.com. You can find this uh, podcast at soundcloud.com slash league hyphen digest. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can listen however you want. I hope you join me back here again next week for another episode of the League Digest podcast. <laughs>